water, earth, fire, air. My grandmother used to tell me stories about the old days, a time of peace when the Avatar kept balance between the water tribes, Earth Kingdom, Fire Nation, and Air Nomads. But that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar mastered all four elements. Only he could stop the ruthless firebenders. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed, and the Fire Nation is nearing victory in the war. Two years ago, my father and the men of my tribe journeyed to the Earth Kingdom to help fight against the Fire Nation. <laughs> Leaving me and my brother to look after our tribe. Some people believe that the Fire... Shit. That the Avatar... <laughs> was never reborn into the air nomads and that the cycle is broken but i haven't lost hope i still believe that somehow the avatar will return to save the world what what was that why did you do that why did you just say that to the first episode of My Pod Cabbages, where we talk about Avatar The Last Airbender award-winning American animated series from Nickelodeon. No relation to the 2009 James Cameron film, no relation to the 2010 M. Night Shyamalan film. Uh, are we cussing on this podcast? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, well. You started. Welcome to our explicit podcast about Avatar The Last Airbender. Our explicit podcast about a kid's show. It's going to be really explicit. We're going to get really into it. My name is Summer, uh, and my co-host is... Noah. That's him. We're here. We didn't actually come up with an intro before we started this. We just started. Maybe that yeah. was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It's good. Okay, so we're starting with the first episode, and we're going to be going through episode by episode, and we're just going to talk about the show. Uh, both of us, I mean, maybe I'm speaking for the two of us preemptively, but uh, personally, I have a really, I have a really, really bad memory, and watching this show and being able to do sort of an analysis kind of um, good thinking podcast about it will give me the opportunity to actually appreciate what I have tattooed onto my body. What do you have tattooed onto your body, Summer? <laughs> I have a little airbender arrow. It's not important, but I do have an avatar tattoo. Let's start with some just quick facts about the show. Uh, it was nominated for and won Annie Awards, Genesis Awards, a primetime. Oh, it did win a primetime Emmy as well as a Peabody Award. Uh, to- it won a total of 12 awards. In some regions, it was called Avatar The Legend of Aang, which I feel uncomfortable about. (laughs) Wait, going back, I wanted to mention, I looked this up. So it was actually nominated for two Emmys. It only won one. And the second one that it... The second one that it was nominated for that it didn't win uh, was for Outstanding Animated Program. It lost Outstanding Animated Program to... South Park. <laughs> I'm really sorry <laughs> to bring this news to you, to your ears. What, what, 
What year was this? Wait, I think it was like 2000 and 2008 or something like that. Okay. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Someone else. Someone. Uh, Wade, you on that? Cool. Wade's on it. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't need to be the one to... Look, Wade, you already know this, but it was a very popular show. At its peak, it actually had 6 million viewers, which is just wild. 6 million viewers. Ooh. An airplane. The show was created by Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Kinitsko. Did you look up those pronunciations? I had to look up Konitsko. As you know, we're the only Avatar The Last Airbender podcast uh, on the internet. The only one. Yeah, I don't think there's any No, there's other, none. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. We're just, we're the o- first and I, only. I haven't really seen any other. No, we're the only we're one. The, we're the only Definitive, one. Like, don't, don't, I mean, don't, don't, don't look it up. And we will, we'll be the last one. We'll be. Mm. Avatar The Last, the last podcast. Ooh, that would have been a bed, better podcast name, huh? Okay, so what we're going to go ahead and do is we're just going to go through the episode a little bit, do a little a little summary for you. Sokka and Katara are out on the lake, river, mm-hmm. the Antarctic Ocean, where the fuck they are, fishing. They're fishing, and Sokka starts telling her that he's going to be the one to catch the fish because he's a dude, and he's a piece of shit. Katara says, hey, you're... She literally calls him sexist, which I just love. Mm. This show, by the way, this show debuted in 2005. 2005. February, early 2005. Whoa, where did you get that information? Um, I just knew it. Okay. I just remembered reading it. I just, Noah, I just what? told these people that we have bad memories. <laughs> Please. You have a bad memory. You're making me sound incredible. Ooh, thanks for making me sound incredible. Yeah. How old were you in 2005? I was five. No, I was 10, <laughs> fifth grade, I think. 10. No, um, I was in. This was. Eight, I was finishing up fourth grade. This was 13 years ago. I was finishing up fourth. I was in the second half of fourth grade. You're in fourth grade. In early 2005. <laughs> oh, boy. Fourth grade. Oof. Uh, mm, fourth grade. What a good year. Fine vintage year. That's <laughs> where I buy all my wines. Fourth grade. <laughs> Uh, so if you were in fourth grade, I must have been in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. So Katara actually kicks things literally, well, no, not literally, mm-hmm. but Katara kicks things off by, um, first of all, calling Sokka sexist because he is. And then she insists that he needs to go left. What? <laughs> so <laughs> look, I'm not saying <laughs> that this is a leftist show, but the world was saved. Uh, by feminism and leftism. Mm-hmm. However, uh, Sokka chose to go right, and then the <laughs> their boat had uh, its little accident, and Katara gets uh, very upset. Does her big water bending, um, big water bending move, and cracks open the enormous iceberg behind them. Which, by the way, like I'm just now thinking about this. Can you imagine going fishing just in a, an area where it's just like littered with these enormous fucking icebergs? Yeah. It sounds it's, terrifying. I mean... I mean, I guess, yeah, if you're on a pole, that's just kind of like everyday life. It's just like trees or whatever. Ooh, that sounds very stressful, mm-hmm. though. I'm just... Maybe I've watched the Titanic mm-hmm. too many times, but... Sokka is a feminist icon. Sokka? 
Yeah, because he got her angry. He got her angry. If if he didn't get her angry, she she would have never opened up the the iceberg. All right, you can shut the fuck right up. She opens up the iceberg. Out pops a little boy, <laughs> <laughs> just like birth. Uh, Reach into your local iceberg, okay. <laughs> and you will find a boy and a friend. So there's this enormous beam of light, and finally we meet we meet the real feminist icon Zuko. <laughs> Wait, Zuko's in the iceberg. <laughs> I don't remember this part. No, 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 no. Hang on, I need a drink. Uh, Zuko is watching from afar because he's a little peeping Tom. Okay. He sees the beam of light because just by a wild coincidence, he was searching for the Avatar, the Southern mm-hmm. Pole. Um, like, I mean, I guess that's fair. We were talking about this earlier because we were saying, like, at this point, the Avatar is either... A 112-year-old airbender or a a waterbender in hiding. So if Zuko was looking for one of those people, uh, one of the waterbending tribes would have been a a good place to start. Or the the waterbender person in the cycle could have died and then it could have been an earthbender in hiding. Hmm. Well, that's why Zuko's doing his little world world tour. Yeah. (laughs) So Zuko sees the light and uh, embarks on his uh, very first of many honor monologues. I have to find the Avatar to restore my honor. I got it. But Zuko, I'm trying to finish my card game. Oh, yeah. Also have some tea. So... Iroh is just like immediately established as this chill motherfucker out there playing his pie show solitaire. He's he's established as a gamer. That's true. Is Iroh the only gamer of the Avatar? I mean, universe. I mean, there is later he has like a whole gamer club, but he's he's a his first line is like, "I I won't get to finish my game." That's a good point. Yeah. Never let your nephew interrupt your gaming. Mm-hmm. That's the number one rule of being an uncle. Yeah, so Iroh would probably be into like Hearthstone <laughs> and like uh, Minecraft, Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing, Terraria, any sandbox game. You just came up with and all these, like the, the easiest games that you could, just the hot topic games. Are you trying yeah. to get new, are you trying to get new listeners? <laughs> Okay, um, I just want to, like, very quickly, when I was researching some Iroh stuff on the sidebar of uh, whatever I was looking at, it just casually mentioned, like, it was like, updated today, Iroh, Omnibender. Oh, what <laughs> I don't, that I have mean? no idea. Omnibender? Omnibender. He just bends things? I don't know. Like. I don't know. Omni means every, right? Like, every. That's what Omni yeah, means. So, but. That's not true. It's just not true. So somebody's fucking up the Avatar uh, wiki, and we need to stop them. Okay. Somebody please call 911 immediately. Please. Everyone listening to this, this, please edit the Avatar wiki. No, call 911. Please edit as much as possible to the Avatar wiki, please. (laughs) Please don't call 911. Okay. Hey, Alexa. Shh. Call... Oh, yeah, so I just wanted to point out that Aang's very first words on the show are just the cutest, purest, like, purest thing he could ever say. He mm-hmm. he brings Katara close to him like he's like it's his dying breath, and he's like, can we go penguin sledding? It's it's an homage to that, uh, that uh, one uh, 
that one scene from uh, the Rip Pants episode from Spon- SpongeBob when he gets like washed up on the shore and he's <gasps> like in the arms of the lifeguard. You're right. He's like, oh, I, I need. I mean, I need a tailor because I rip my pants. Oh, yeah, got him. I don't think maybe I, the, I look. It was. It was. I'm. I'm pretty sure it was an homage to that classic scene. Possibly, but also like there. I feel like that's a little bit of a trope. Like I'm sure mm-hmm. that's like, not the only place it was. Either way, it's a very good first note to bring Aang on in mm-hmm. on because Aang is a cute little doe-faced boy at the beginning of the show. And that's one of the main things about Avatar is the just the amazing character development. And we start with little Doughboy Aang, and I love to see it. Then we get the really good, we rewatched this a few times and could not not laugh at this moment where they're riding back to the village on Appa. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> oh, he like tries to, like Appa's there too. Yeah. He's oh, got yeah. A big, he's got a big. He's got a big bison. Important character. It's got six arms and okay. it's got a this big a arrow little, on little it too. Detailed. And he's like, "Oh, this is off of," and he can fly. And there's like, "Let's uh-huh. go!" And then they try yep. to fly, and mm-hmm. they they just go in the water. Yeah. Okay. So Ing does say, "This is my flying bison," and then the bison does not fly. But then when they are riding back to the village on Appa through the water, uh. <laughs> Ing is uh, sort of lying out comfortably on the little furry head of his bison. And Katara, like, looks over to, like, ask him something. I don't know. But she looks down at him, and <laughs> he's got just the best fucking look on his face. Yeah, he's got, like, the polite, the cat face on. That's true. Except, but, like, it's, like, happier. <laughs> yeah, it's happier, but it's also, like, a little, yeah, just a little more serene. Yeah. Just, like. yeah. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like if the gym face from the office was like a serene and non-sarcastic face. And here's the thing, like Avatar, as we already established, it's like a pretty old show kind of at this point. The humor in this show is very, very, very ahead of its time. <clears throat> it's really, really good. And they have this moment where Aang is just, <laughs> she, he's just staring up at Katara for just like the 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 amount of time that <laughs> the scene sticks on his face in this moment, yeah. it's it's like almost too much to be comfortable. Wait, <laughs> and it has like this rinky dink music in the background. It's like that's adorable. Love that. Love that. Yeah. So then we cut to a scene uh, where I am trying to uh, get Noah to come to sleep, and he's in the kitchen. <laughs> Doing the dishes. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. It's fine. It's time to go to sleep. And Noah's standing there, like ashen face, arms covered in rubber glove, his eyes burning with the fire of a thousand deaths. <laughs> and I want, I just want to go to sleep. And I, I start telling Noah, you're a failure. <laughs> Uh, Iroh is doing this to Zuko, but that's how it felt. That's how it felt to me. I feel like any any good old married couple could relate. Am I right? Yeah. Iroh's being a real downer in this scene. Oh, what? Yeah, but he just wants to go to sleep. Yeah, he just, he wants to, <laughs> he would tell his own nephew, who he loves very much, Look, I you are a failure and you will fail. They should rewrite that one, go the fuck to sleep book, where it's just like, 
look, why are you wasting your time trying to accomplish anything? It's time to go to bed. Uh that's like the whole scene. Nothing else happens in that scene. There's a little moment where where Katara is asking Aang about the Avatar. She <laughs> the Avatar because he's an Airbender, and the last uh, Avatar was supposed to be an Airbender. And uh, he does a little denial kind of face, and then we get a little bit of a dream sequence where we see Aang. Uh, Ooh, sorry. I just realized I was getting into my really nerdy voice because I was relaxing too much. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh. <laughs> oh, what's poppin'? What's poppin'? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a little dream sequence where Aang is on Appa flying through a storm over what we can only assume is the South Pole. He gets uh, thrown into the water yeah. by, by the storm. It's really clever how they shot this too because you notice you never actually see Appa flying through the air because it's like, oh, we don't want to reveal that Appa's actually flying. Oh, I didn't even stuff. notice that. That's <laughs> So you don't actually see him flying through the air, huh. but it's like kind of implied that he's flying. So it's like a weird, it's just like you just see the top of Appa and then you just see him like crashing into the water. Then we get back to where he's at the village. He finds out about the the big 100-year gap. They mention that they've never seen an airbender in 100 years. And then he does his little glider trick. And for the second or third time in the episode, someone is like, oh, it's like magic. And they pointedly say, oh, no, no, no. It's not magic. It's bending. Well, what's the difference? I mean, but like in real life, magnets are magic. So. Magnets are magic. Like as far as I can remember, they never really talk about just like the concept of magic ever again in the show. Yeah. So then we get uh, a scene our first sort of fighting scene back on the ship Zuko is trying to do to learn some new firebending uh one of the best things like famously about the show is the the like the fighting animation with the bending because it is so good we don't really get too much of it in this scene we get a little a little snack little little taste yeah a little taste and that's how Zuko feels about it too he's like I need more than a taste and then Iroh's all like, oh, you're trying to be a muscle man, but you got to be a breath man. You got to be a brain man. You got to be a brain breath ladies man. Ladies love the use, brain. Use, ladies love the brain. Ladies. And even more than the brain, ladies love the lungs. And you got to use hey, the breath. Wait, what are you, what, what the, wait, back up. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Iroh's talking about the firebending comes from the breath. Okay, but he was saying, like, and his, not the his main point was that he, like, Zuko needed to learn patience, though. Okay. Anyway. And he needed to learn how to breathe. Zuko does, is very Look, bad at breathing. we all need to learn how to breathe, okay? Everyone, you, you have to breathe from your If diaphragm. you're listening to this right now, breathe. Uh, so then we get a little bit of exposition on Sokka as uh, his sort of warrior leader role. He's trying to teach a bunch of little kids about fighting and discipline and whatever. He gets really frustrated with Aang, who's trying to be all silly. And I think that's a nice little sort of juxtaposition because a lot of the show is about a balance between the two, like discipline and freedom and 
peace and Mm -hmm. happiness. And then we have a very important cat at a party moment. Cat what? Cat at a party? Yeah. Oh, he sees a cat. You know when you okay. you know when you're at the party and it doesn't matter if you know everyone there or if you're just a complete stranger. If you're at a party and you see a cat, you're beelining to that cat. You're you're screaming at the top of your lungs, penguin, and then you're <laughs> running to the cat. Aang does just this. He goes running for the penguin. The cat. The penguin. Like, Look, I'm dropping this metaphor. As, as they soon as soon as they start talking about like a war, he's just like Oh <laughs> War? War? Penguin. Oh, oh, a penguin. Would you like a sip? Thanks. Later on, we see Katara and Aang down with all the penguins. And Aang asks Katara if she'll help him catch one of the penguins. And she says that she'll do it if he helps her um Learn to waterbend. And he's like, oh, you're a guitarist? Can you teach me how to play piano? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was a really stupid question. Mm -hmm. Katara is an idiot. So uh, Aang's like, yeah, I would do that, but I can't. (laughs) And then uh, Katara pulls a fish out of her ass. (laughs) Just... Where the fuck did she have it? Like, you just got to keep a snack on you at all times. You can't <laughs> eat a fish. Has like a, just a small floppy fish. Uh, so she pulls a fish out. They go sledding. We get some. Oh, God. That's it. Sorry, what? Hmm? She, she, go, she pulls a fish out. Therefore, they go sledding. <laughs> yeah, they do. But they do, though. <laughs> the animation of the show is like so, 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 so good and so unique. And mm-hmm. it was very important to me as a um, budding. How old was I? Like 10? 12? No, 11? I was. You're 11 and oh, sixth God, grade. I was fucking. I was Aang's age. So, see? You're Aang's age. I was Aang's age uh, when this show came out. And I have always been very passionate about art and animation. And the, the really talented artists that work on this show. Did a really good job with it. This penguin sledding scene, there's mm-hmm. a lot of really good sort of animation going on. About the penguins, they're not, they don't seem to be a hybrid. The penguins specifically, they do have just the name penguin, which is very unusual mm-hmm. actually for the show going forward. But they, they're they obviously not normal penguins <laughs> unless yeah. you live in like a nuclear zone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they look like normal penguins, but they have like a, they have four little flappy wing things yeah they got four they got four arms they got four arms i've never met a penguin with four arms and i think that's that's pretty much it so they get on these penguins they go down they go down through the tunnels and arrive at a fire navy ship and oh sorry they arrive they arrive at a fire navy ship bomb 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 and uh and Katara is like, we need to go back. This is not a safe place for babies. Yeah, the and fire, the fire navy ship, by the way, is like frozen in ice. Yeah, it's and stuff. yeah. It's why did you bring that up? I oh I, yeah, you're yeah, right. It's like <laughs> it's not just a, gonna attack them. It's not just sitting there waiting yeah. to like to cannonball it's them. Like Sorry, in the I've snow. seen I've seen this episode so many times that it's like, yeah. well, of, co- of course it's frozen in ice, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> They walk up to it because Aang has a curious little brain. Katara's like, uh, I don't know. And then Aang's like, if you want to be a bender, you got to let go of fear. Yeah, and, and Katara, Katara says that the ship could be booby-trapped, which yeah. um, 
I don't know if this was a thing back in 2000. Well, this show was produced. It was like created in 2003. So this is a little mm-hmm. bit older than 2005. But um, in 2018, if you tried to say something was booby trapped, you would get laughed down the street. We don't use the word boobies anymore. <laughs> Dan, Nikki, you're Bobby trap. Katara, you can just say it's it's tra- just say it's, it's trapped. trapped. Yeah, it's trapped. It could have traps it's, in it. it it's uh, it could be it's rigged. Not, it's not safe. <laughs> God, you don't need to say. I don't know why they felt like mm-hmm. the word "booby" was necessary yeah. to hey, implement in this. Hey, don't go in an abandoned warship. It's the, but the booby trap. <laughs> I guess they were just on penguins, so like booby is not far from the brain. It's a type of bird. You're really, you're <laughs> really saying a lot of words at me. There's a big difference between um, being brave or being strong and letting go of fear. What what Ang should have said was, uh, to be a bender, you should make good decisions and don't do drugs and stay in school. Yeah, because that's how you become a bender. Uh, so they go in anyway. Uh, they do a little tour of the ship. They find a bunch of little fire weapon paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. They uh, get we get a little exposition on the Fire Nation situation, the whole war going on. Aang is like so deep in denial, like he doesn't even it doesn't even like bother him or register with him at all. He's just like, oh, this is weird, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is silly, huh? And then uh, Katara's like, uh, dude, how how long were you out? And Aang's like, uh, it was a couple days. <laughs> I think it was more like a hundred years. And Aang has like the mildest reaction. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of sits down and then he's just like, oh, geez. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh man, you're oh. right, huh? Darn it. Oh, is. Wow. Wow, we. Oh, boy. What, ha- what What about all of the friends you've ever made in your whole mm-hmm. life? They're all fucking dead. You're not even yeah. worried about that? Okay, whatever. It's, He's got Appa. Look, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, he does have Appa. Oh, side note. Okay. <laughs> Again, when I was doing a little research, I don't remember what Wikipedia page I was on, but it, I think it was just Aang, like Aang's Wikipedia page. There was like a section on Ing's page that said soulmates. <laughs> there were, as far as I remember, there were two. I could be wrong. Two soulmates. There may have been three, um, but Appa was one of them. <laughs> I really like that. Isn't it great? Yeah. Appa is canonically Ang's soulmate. That's really good. Was the other one Momo? No, Momo was not okay. on there. Uh, so then we get to a point where it's like, you know, maybe Aang was right about this. He gets a, a lot of important exposition from this. It's like time for him to leave for sure. And then Katara even says, like, we should get out of here. And then Aang's like, mm, I just want to walk into this. Mm, I just want to walk into this one room. <laughs> and just immediately trips a flare yeah. that goes up over the world. Yeah, and then, like, the flare pops. And then Aang's like, oh, what's pop <laughs> flares <laughs> and Zuko's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to Zuko, who sees it. He gets his binoculars out and sees uh, Aang, and he's like, "Damn, Grandpa, okay." Sees this little dude jumping off the mm. the ship, and he and he's still like under the impression that like, th- there's like a hundred and twelve Airbender out here doing mm-hmm. uh, kickflips. 
makes the immediate conclusion that that is the avatar. Even though he has mm -hmm. like no references, no. Yeah, no citations. Yeah, absolutely nothing no, to no back sources. that up. Yeah, that's the pilot yeah. episode. We get like the whole mm -hmm. sort of setup for the whole show. And he sees that he's going towards the uh, little water tribe. Town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's, he's like, the ooh, village. Th there's where the avatar is hiding. I will say, like, as far as pilot episodes go, this one's pretty good. Like, I've seen a lot of really shitty pilot episodes, <laughs> really mm -hmm. bad, especially for cartoons. They're not usually that good. But this is not the true pilot episode. Oh, oh wait, 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 what? <laughs> there, there was a pilot episode before this. Excuse me? We watched it, remember? It was like a... They all had, they all had weird voices. They, had, they all had different voices. Katara had a completely different um, name, I think. Shit. The other one is that cited one, are you as... Are sure we didn't just have like a mutual dream about that episode? The... the <laughs> I'm pretty sure it exists. It's... Cited as unaired pilot. Huh. It was never aired. I completely forgot about that. Why didn't we start? Well, that's going to have to be like a special. We can have that as a bonus episode. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, what we're going to go ahead and do now is we're going to go into um, a little bit of deeper analysis and uh, deep is not the right word. We're getting into like a little bit more specific territory. Mm -hmm. We're going to go, um, first of all, uh, what were the main characters in this episode? So I think it's important to kind of highlight all of the fun little intricacies of what's going on with these people, these fun people who I consider my friends. I'll say it. They're my friends. <laughs> Obviously, first of all, we have Aang. How do you feel about Aang in this episode? Overall feeling? Love him. Whoop. Yeah, love him. Mm -hmm. uh, well, do we love him? I, yeah, we do love Aang. We do love Aang. Uh, however, there is a, a, a side of Aang in this episode that we don't see very often. It's the bad side where he's avoiding responsibility. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we did also like forget to mention uh, he offers to bring Katara to the northern uh, water tribe. To, mm -hmm. to learn waterbending. Very important, actually, because that, like, sets up a lot of, like, the plot for the, yeah. <laughs> the next, uh, for the rest of the season, really. Which is, again, it's like he immediately offers this because he knows it's a really excellent way to avoid what he's supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. The audience doesn't know that Aang is the Avatar, right? Oh, my God! I, uh, Aang? Is the Avatar master of all no, four I'm saying, elements? I'm like to the people first watching this episode. Oh. They're not supposed to know that Aang is. But our audience doesn't know he's the Avatar either. We've never talked about what an Avatar is. I thought you said that like in the in the very beginning. You're right. You said I did. I did set it up. Four elements. Yeah. You Actually, did that, that was uh, Katara. That was, oh yeah, Katara was in. Katara was here. Oh yeah, <laughs> in person, live. Uh, she came and smoked went really quickly with us. Yeah. She's still out there. Katara, come back. Noah, when I first met you, okay, <laughs> you probably already know where I'm going with this. I don't. Uh, you were obsessed with MBTI. Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to drag you so much. <laughs> Why don't you, the MBTI expert, yeah. explain to us what that exactly is. Here's, here's what Mr. MBTI says. Mr. Psychologist says, everyone's four letters. Here are four letters in the row. For each letter, letter is either this one 
or this one. Sorry, I just zoned out so much for a minute yeah. just thinking about how our neighbors just heard me screaming Katara. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You continue. I'm just going to stuff dirt in my ears for a minute and just okay. think about something else because I've heard you talk about this so much. If you're listening to this, please stuff dirt in your ears. The first letter is like introvert or extrovert. Do I like people or do I hate people? Second one is uh, sensing or intuitive. Am I good at technical things or do I just intuitively just know the wide shape of things? Third one is thinking or feeling, which is like, am I left brain or am I right brain? Do I like to draw things or do I like to build a computer? Last one is judging or perceiving. You which can is draw, like, I'm sorry, you can draw a computer. Well, some people are in the middle. Okay. And the last one is judging or perceiving. The meanings of those words don't actually apply really. It's either like, do I like to plan things or do I just like to do them as they happen? That's it. And okay. they each have their own letter. Let's give Aang an MBTI for this episode. Because it's, oh, they change. MBTI is fake. Sorry, yeah. Noah. Um, but it's it's fun to think about. Yeah. And that's why we're it's here. It's fun. This, this episode, uh, just this one episode is about fun. The rest, very serious. Mm -hmm. Give me the Aang MBTI for this, this episode. Aang is definitely extroverted. E, would he be more of a technical technical person or would he be more of a kind of a intuitive kind of person? He seems like a more intuitive person. He seems intuitive, but like he's forcing himself to be S right now. Yeah, he, he would be an N. He's N by heart pretending yeah. to be an S. In this episode, In he's this, S. I guess so. People are like, hey, there's a war going on. He's like, I want to go penguin sledding, though. I don't think that's the right way. I feel like I'm stretching something over something that doesn't fit right now. Okay, okay, okay. Look, you're the expert. Go ahead. It's go very, ahead. I'll stop interrupting I'm, you. I'm not the expert. Um, <laughs> Ang's an ENFP. Katara in this episode, she is... She immediately, like I said, establishes herself as a feminist, as a very strong-willed, good, just a good character for 2005. Are you kidding me? We mm -hmm. did not have a lot of strong female characters in 2005 in anything. In any, we still don't really have a lot of really good ones. If you tried to make like a Marvel version of Katara, her outfit would have uh, eighty percent less clothing. She would be immediately good at, at waterbending. She would just be like, just good at it all the time. And she would be very elusive and mm -hmm. God, she'd be a I, lot look, more serious. I fucking hate Marvel, and I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> She's gonna. She would like hit a guy and then she would say something really witty and it's like what about that boy and so she is a very genuinely good female character i feel like she like helped me as a as an 11 year old you can assert yourself you can you know you can use your strengths and not have to pretend that you're not good at what you do and at one point uh katara is like i used to do this a lot when i was a kid and and Aang's like you are you're still a kid and like I was like, 14. oh, that's so, that's so true. She is yeah. a kid. Girls feel like they have to grow up. It's like either you're a stupid little girl or you're uh, an elusive, mature, older woman. And I feel like Katara is trying, she's trying really hard to be a really strong woman mom figure, especially since their mom is dead at this point and, mm -hmm. and Katara is taking the mom role. And Katara is really kind of frustrated having to be this role that she was forced to take and she obviously hates it so mm -hmm. much and Aang comes in and is like no you're a kid you can be a kid and it's it's really good i like it yeah what 
MBTI would you give Katara for this episode? ISFJ. So Sokka is very true to his character, but a little bit um, uh, farcical, I guess. Yeah. A little bit exaggerated in his uh, selfish, how would you describe his his uh, personality here? He, he's just trying to be, he's trying to be the serious, the serious one. Well, he's trying to be, but he's, he's trying, obviously not. He's trying to be like, a, just just imagine like a 15-year-old boy trying to be serious and cool and that's it, <laughs> what Sokka is. You know, I've never been a 15-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. What is it like? You try to be serious and cool. Like, what is your main motivation as, like, a social um, pawn? You, you want to look cool. So what is, like, being the head of a family or... I, <laughs> I'm asking the wrong person. You know what? What's his MVTI? <laughs> ESTP. Okay, we have three more important characters. Uh, next one is Zuko. Zuko, in this episode... Uh, <laughs> has a very good paper figure kind of... Uh, character and maintains this personality for a pretty long mm-hmm. time so like the first time you start watching avatar you're like oh, who is this ridiculous straw boy like why is he here he's Stupid. got he's got incredible style does does he he's got he's, isn't he wearing like a military uniform <laughs> he's got military uniform he's bald but he he's got a, a ponytail he's got a big scar he only has one eyebrow, so he technically That's, has a unibrow. Yeah, so he... Mm, start to finish, I have watched Avatar um, the whole series three times through, and never once have I ever realized that Zuko has one eyebrow. Zuko, one. Everyone else, two, for now. Uh, so in this episode, Zuko is angry and reactionary. He's very bullheaded, straightforward. He has one thing that he wants. He wants to get mm-hmm. that. He wants to find... Get the avatar. He wants to restore his honor. Yeah, he just. He's just an angry boy. Angry. Uh, what, what's his MBTI in this episode? This is going to be Zuko. You don't need to. I. Uh oh. S. D. J. Could be F. He seems to have very emotional motivations. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like his his emotions and his logic are kind of equally fueling okay. him because he is very, very angry and embarrassed and upset, and that's what's making him do things. But he has a very logical way of trying to achieve those things. So he's probably a T because he might not be that in tune with his own emotions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. He's not really thinking about how he really feels. He just has, like, mm-hmm. a very kind of, like, literal, straightforward way to, to do what he thinks will solve his problems. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I have to find the avatar and bring him back, and then everything will be okay. Our next character, uh, Iroh. Ugh, such a good character. He is such a good character. He might be the one character who is is maybe the most constant character in the show. Yeah. Because I feel like he is he is old enough to have like established himself. In this episode, mm-hmm. Ira was very calm. Most episodes, Ira was very calm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about how he is right now compared to how he is in the rest of the show. And there's not a huge change. Yeah, he's 
pretty much just like that. He is a very constant character. As far as we can tell, he's definitely on the Fire Nation kind of side. He still seems to be very like logical and rational about everything. He's a bit of comic relief as well as just kind of a, an anchor, I feel like, for the show. Like, here's the reality of what's happening. How would you consider Iroh and BTI wise? In this episode. Either INFP or INFJ. Probably INFP in this episode. In this episode, very INFP, I would say. Uh, Appa. 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 Mm -hmm. Appa in this episode is a bison. (laughs) I-S-F-P. Aww. Ing, uh, his name, based on the Chinese characters that are used to spell his name, Ing's name means peace. This is, I'm warning you, you're not going to be very surprised by these. Okay. Uh, Katara's name. Means uh, water. (laughs) Close. Uh, It means pole. 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 P-U-L-L. P-U-L-L. Okay. To push and pull the water. Like like the moon does with the waves. Yeah. Uh, Sokka's name. Means boomerang. Close. It means stubborn. Zuko. Can you venture a guess? Uh, Honor. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been really funny, but no. It means fire. It means angry. Angry. <laughs> angry. Angry. Iroh. Oh, this is the best one. Gamer. Weed. Close. Close. It's a type of flower that they use in making like a healing, like an herbal tea. Wow. I searched everywhere up and down for Appa, and it's just a phonetic name. Okay. It's a fun little, fun little sound. So now uh, I would like to um, introduce the next section of the show. I have an extremely unsustainable idea of just going back through this old <laughs> Avatar forum and finding questions uh, from various users there's only 80 pages on this website i don't know how i'm gonna swing this but uh for now noah i'm gonna hit you with some questions from some avatar fans okay from uh starting from 2006 okay avatar underscore mom asks zuko and iroh how should the fandom refer to the duo (laughs) the zyro oh wow what a boring answer (laughs) got fire family you got the the Bernie brothers, but <laughs> one's, one's an uncle. Bernie. <laughs> the Bernie brothers, except no okay. relation to Sanders. No, no relation to the Bernie bros. <laughs> Shit. Um, two, two angry men, because they want to get ang. Mm, um, okay. The next question comes from Nabu-san. Nabu-san asks, as for Aang being the last airbender, what about Malu, the ghost witch? Um, <laughs> who? Oh my god, I am so excited to tell you about Malu. There is an airbender called Malu, the ghost witch. Malu is uh, only present in the card game. And Malu, commonly referred to as the ghost witch of the mountain, was an airbender from the Eastern Air Temple. She was a mysterious figure with supposed mystical powers. She fled to the Earth Kingdom following the Fire Nation's first attacks that started the 100-year war. So she was alive canonically 
after all the airbenders were murdered. She was born to two airbending monks and was raised in the the Eastern Air Temple. When the Fire Nation attacked the Air Nomads during the passing of Sozin's Comet, her mother hid her away in a cave in order to keep her safe. As such, Malu survived the raid, though her parents were among the first casualties in the war. For years, Malu lived in a solitary existence, teaching herself airbending, teaching herself airbending. Okay. Uh, Despite lacking a teacher, she quickly mastered the art, which helped her to survive. At 10 AG, she came out of hiding and began attacking Fire Nation soldiers (laughs) and became a legend in the Earth Kingdom. Straight up hitting them, just... Yeah. Just attacking them. She was just doing that shit. She became okay. a legend as an enigmatic beauty who supposedly controlled the spirits and would appear and vanish at will. Malu, why isn't she in the show? <laughs> I mean, it would ruin the title a little bit. From my research, I couldn't figure out how or when she died. So, like, there is, like, the okay. supposed possibility that she survived as long as Aang did. But I, that's okay. a, that is a lot to I ask. I mean, like, if she died when she was, like, 80, then... But, boy, was I excited to yeah. uncover this information. Our next question comes from Sarcastic Master. Sarcastic Master asks, uh, perhaps Sokka is a hairbender. Maybe that's <laughs> how he got his ponytail. It's true. I mean... <laughs> His hair is very ahead of its time. He, I think he he started that whole trend with the that started in like in like 2011 or 12, 13 maybe the top knot where, kind of yeah look? like the sort of it was like at the same time the uh, the top knot little some some call it the man bun and he does the thing where like you like shave the sides mm. of your head and a little little bit of the back and like you keep the top he's a trendsetter noah i have to ask you okay what are your cabbages <laughs> what are my cabbages what are your cabbages what does that mean i don't fucking know what are my cabbages i didn't think about it it's blank it's blank <laughs> it just says it just says your cabbages on this go it what just, are your cabbages my cabbages <laughs> What are your cabbages, Noah? I haven't had cabbage in a long time. Half a year ago, I had some cabbage slices. I put them in a little steamer. A whole head of cabbage? It only costs like uh, like 40 cents or something <laughs> in some places. So you can steam them. Mm. Uh, what are your cabbages, Summer? The lost souls of those whose businesses were demolished by avatars. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm just stalling. <laughs> um, okay, now hang on. The cabbage guy. The cabbage guy. What's his deal? Uh, he's a cabbage merchant. He sells cabbages. He sells, he sells cabbages. To make money? He's just a greedy capitalist. Oh. Oh. So that's what Katara meant when she said go left. Yeah. Okay, Later so. Later in the show, Katara's like, go left. So we can smash into that greedy capitalist's cabbage cart. My cabbages are acrylic nails, utilities like water and electricity. My cabbages are video games this and week, these microphones. This week, my cabbages amiibos because I need more of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Uh, my cabbages this week is a, is a protein shaker bottle. Protein shake shaker 
a baby bottle because I'm a baby and I don't know how to say a sentence in one minute. My cabbages this week <laughs> is, is getting a divorce a from my wife. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on. Where should they find me? Probably wherever you want to be found. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Owl Dude. Well, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Stellar Ghost. S T E. Look, no, <laughs> stop. S T E L L A R G H O S T. Should we do like an outro? And that's the cabbage. And those and are them's some. The, them's the cabbages. How about them cabbages? How about them cabbages? <laughs> You can yeah, cut all this out. We can cut all this out. Just cut it all out. Okay. Uh. There should be like a, a jump cut uh, section at the end, like a blooper reel where it's just like, you can just cut, cut, just cut that, just cut, cut. What, uh, you should cut. Can we cut, can we cut this out? Let's cut that. We got to cut all that. Cut. We're definitely cutting that out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Oh, Noah's taking off his pants.